Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And uh, I'm still on the road. Uh, for those of you who picked up my last podcast, uh, you know I've recorded those in a couple of, uh, or in a hotel rooms. Uh, and I'm still on the road this week. So if it sounds a little bit different than normal, you know why. But I really wanted to chat about timing the market because more recently I've had or been seeing some articles and comments um, articles on in the media and some comments on our YouTube channel and other places where you know people are talking about timing the market and, and not really understanding what timing the market is um, those and just to give you a bit of a background on it, those who espouse time in the market are encourage investors, you know, not to panic. Don't worry about the market. You're in it for the long haul. You know, buy and hold, etc., etc. Um, leave your money to the professionals, and we'll look after it for you. But you also need to accept the negative returns until the market recovers. So, people were talking about time in the market prior or earlier this year, prior to the COVID nineteen lockdown. You know, say, hey, the market's bullish. That's fine. Uh, then when the market started to fall away, they would have been saying, or they were saying, hey, don't panic, that's fine, the market will recover, and it has recovered somewhat. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's because the market's pulled back, that's the best time to invest. And now I know a lot of, uh, one of my other podcasts that I talked about uh, about four weeks ago, I think it was, was about the ASIC report into retail investors saying how many new accounts were set up. Now, generally we see a lot of new accounts set up at the end of a bull market or when there's a bubble about to happen, about to burst. And often those people come in at the end of the market, last day, the last 12 months, maybe last 18 months. And they do so and they start borrowing money and they have this false sense of reality that they've got into the market, it's moved up, but then the market invariably crashes. The interesting thing with this time is with COVID-19 is the market melted down and all these new accounts came into it. And right now, this timing of those entries for these people, all these retail investors, they're getting this false sense of reality that they know what they're actually doing because they've been making some money. But professionals like ourselves and others have been very, very cautious about the market. And you only need to see that in the volumes of the market and what's moving and what's not moving to understand that. Um, but what happens is, is a lot of these people, all these retail investors, are not really sure of the risk they're actually taking. But again, time in the market, what the industry talks about is that buy and hold, leave it up to us, 
don't worry about the dips you'll be there they'll also do things such or espouse things such as you know if you're not in the market on the biggest days that it rises your return will be substantially less but they never talk about not being in the market on the biggest days it falls now I had somebody remind me the other day that I was chatting to said you know I love what you say you know the market goes up in stairs and down in elevators and I don't know about you but I think the biggest day movements on a day in a marketplace are always down not necessarily up but pretty much every time the debate about time in the market versus time in the market arises those who advocate that time in the market well they they really try and discredit supporters of timing the market like myself by pointing to the small number of times that the forecaster was inaccurate in order to prove their point and we've had that over the last two three months where with this covid people saying to me you said the market was going to do this but it did that you know but what they forget is last year all of last year i was saying our market was bullish while the rest of the town or the rest of the big end of town and the experts were saying the market was going to crash so end of the day you can't take small snapshots in time if i say i think the market's going up this week and it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything it just means that the market's doing what it does not what anybody might think or might predict but it doesn't necessarily not make me an expert in the market or janine an expert in market or anybody else an expert or not an expert uh, and that's really where a lot of people misunderstanding the timing in the market now for example a week or so ago with their report we said uh, the market would fall away last week and the market traded lower last week even though it closed higher than the preceding weeks closed now that in our book in a technical view the market did exactly what we said it would do it traded down um, whereas other people think well it closed higher so therefore you must have got it wrong so it's really understanding the techniques and the strategies and the process of analysis that we use but as i said every week i predict where the australian market will be in the short uh, medium and sometimes long term and that's published in local national publications you know money magazine local newspapers radios pick it up um, uh, other articles fin review all of these different publications we're in regularly regularly we're in these with our market timing predictions and our view of the market and or stocks and so you know we're just uh, when a prediction doesn't unfold once or twice it really doesn't mean that market timing is not an effective strategy we get it right most of the time uh, over any five or ten year period you'll see we get it right most of the time there will be periods of time where we won't get it wrong but that means for you the listener that you really need to understand what you're doing and have rules around what you're doing and not just blindly think well dale says the market's going up so i'll jump in or dale says the market's going down so i'll jump out you need to have rules around that that you manage your own investing and trading from now i'll be the first to inform people that although the market timing forecasts do have an incredibly high reliability they don't work 100 percent of the time you know that said when the analysis indicates this to be the case having the knowledge and allowing decisions to be made in preparation for the next market move so what i mean by that is knowing what the market's going to do with high probability and it doing it are two separate things but i have rules around if it does do what i expect it to do but we have rules around what if it doesn't do what we expect it to do so you've always always got to hope for the best plan for the worst if that makes sense so just what is market timing well quite simply it's about managing risk no more no less and some of you would have heard me say that on our youtube videos or our live show 
where I've had some questions around market timing and I said you just don't you're not getting it it's about risk no more no less everything is about risk if the risk in being in the market is too high you shouldn't be there but if the risk is low you should be there so if holding the risk of holding an asset is too high it should be liquidated just as important if the risk of holding an asset decreases it should be held provided it supports your investing objective or your trading objective now while i can quote past articles and people who push time in the market and argue my point it's going to be fruitless because the big end of town are always going to be pushed time in the market and i'm always going to be talking about timing the market a little bit different but you know, to me, the people who do benefit from time in the market are the product providers like the funds because they just want you to stay investing so they can just keep taking a clip of your money and charging you fees for managing it. Now, you know, I get numerous emails from clients praising our efforts in managing the risk of their portfolio. We've had it in the GFC, we've had it in the tech rec, we had it, I'm sorry, in the GFC, um, we've had it in the coronavirus as well, this period where we've really managed the portfolios really well because we're managing risk. And that's really what you need to be doing. You know, it's about you, it's about your understanding of the market and your understanding of risk and that's what really annoys me at the moment. Oh, sorry, annoys probably the wrong word. It's It concerns me at the moment. There are a lot of people out there not understanding risk and there are a lot of retail investors coming into the market for the first time believing they understand that this market and that they think this market is bullish and they're bottom picking, they're catching falling knives but they don't realise that they're actually doing it and they're blissfully ignorant into, into or in their investing at this point in time and so don't ever assume that you know everything on the market and if you've never studied the market and you've not traded much before and you're making money right now and you think that's because of good management uh, the market will teach you a lesson and generally find out that you're making money based on guess and it's been more luck than good management and i really do hope you do get a good education and listen to a lot of our podcasts etc to term to understand them or maybe buy my book accelerate your wealth it's your money your choice it'll help you understand how to construct a portfolio do your risk your money management buying and selling and protect your capital but uh, the market will fall away again i know that for sure it will fall away again how far it's going to fall is another question right now the market is in a state of indecision it's not rising anymore uh, but it's not falling away but it will pick a direction if it's up that's great if it's down what are you going to do about it so timing the market will help you get in get out at the right time which is where most investors tell me they get it wrong i get a lot of people saying to me i know how to buy but i don't know how to sell we need to know to do both to realize a good profit and to get consistency with your portfolio Uh, and once you understand how to buy how to sell and how to manage your portfolio and manage the risk you'll get consistent returns year in year out so whilst no one can accurately predict the market 100 percent of the time to ignore that all share markets have suffered the same thing all the time will lead you astray and and following that herd mentality because everybody else is buying at the moment i've just got to get in that will also lead you astray Um, and there there will be a tsunami around the corner waiting to take your money i'll leave all that with you Um, you've been listening to talking wealth i'm doug i'm the chief analyst here at wealth within take care thanks for listening This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. 
For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.